the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. One of my main takeaways in the aftermath of a very, very good off-year election was that if the Democrats keep going down this path, uh, the bloodbath in the midterms of 2022 will be even worse. Is it possible that they could view the loss of the governorship in Virginia, the near loss of the governorship in New Jersey, and... Pretty good success by conservative candidates around the country in school board elections. Could they misread that and think, no, it's not a pushback against our policies. We need to double down and do more. I always say the uh, Democrats never take a day off for a victory party. I also say they always overplay their hand. Well, I got my answer this morning just after 10.30 a.m. The Biden administration has gone and done it. Yes. The vaccine mandate that was promised back in September, going to be implemented through the Occupational Safety and Health Administration. Then it wasn't, and we wondered, are they not going to do it because they just wanted to scare companies into requiring their employees and firms with 100 or more employees to get a vaccine and hope that the threat of eventual federal legislation would convince many people to get vaccinated, but they never really in their heart of hearts were going to issue the directive because they, you know, knew that this little thing called the U.S. Constitution would get in their way. We got our answer and we should have known, right? The Biden administration, the Constitution is, it's just an inconvenience. Might as well be a paperweight as opposed to something they ever like open and read and heaven forbid adhere to. They've issued it. It's out. Biden administration through OSHA. You've got, and I think I might have, until January 4th to get vaccinated. All workers must have their vaccination by that date if you are a worker in a company with 100 or more employees. This is firm or company-wide. And I'm wondering. I'm wondering how long before this ends up in front of the Supreme Court and is roundly rejected by the court, which will, of course, increase calls for the need to pack the court because Democrats never seem to understand that a mandate is a revolving door. You sometimes get it in an election and you sometimes have it taken away in an election. But Democrats think that a Mandate is a little bit like those things welded into the ground at a rental car agency, you know, after you get the car. And it says, do not back up severe tire damage. 
The Democrats act like once they claim to have a mandate, they can't ever back up or there will be severe tire damage. Instead, what happens, and you'll see it in 2022, just like you saw it the other night, is failure to back up wreaks spiked intrusions on their chance of further election success. So get your popcorn ready, folks. It's going to get really, really interesting now because we've had police walk out, health workers walk out, just under the mere announced threat of a vaccine mandate. Well, now it's not a threat anymore. It's here. It's in writing, and we'll see how it plays out. I don't think it'll stand in court. I really don't think it will. The Daily Wire's already filed a lawsuit against it. But I'd be curious to know how you feel about it. And if you've been kind of sort of waiting, seeing, not going to say anything until I have to, well, now you might have to. 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989 is our number. It is a Thursday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along. We'll talk with Rob Walgate of the American Policy Roundtable at the bottom of this hour, 1133. Find out what Rob thinks about it. Find out if he agrees with the story that I saw today uh, from Joe Ingalls of State House News Bureau. Joe's been on the show before. Uh, look, I think Joe does a re- pretty good job as a reporter. Uh, I, I'm, it's pretty obvious to me. I can read between the lines. We don't share the same politics, and that's fine. Uh, but I do think she's mm, maybe reading into or seeing what she wants to see, or certainly maybe not so much seeing what she wants to see, but, boy, she's seeing what the political science uh, prof she talks to at Ohio State wants to see and what teachers union presidents and administrators and officials want to see in deeming that these national issues, critical race theory masks, COVID lockdowns, blah, 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 that really didn't resonate in your local school board elections. Huh? It didn't? Now, look, I said yesterday, you cannot go in sports from a winless team to a championship team in one year. You cannot go in business from a startup business to the most dominant business in your industry in one year. Likewise, we are not going to go from losing a 60-year-long game on media, academia, entertainment, all those opinion-shaping industries. We're not going to win that back in a year, but we start little by little, incrementally, the same way the left won that war. We start... In local school boards. Now, all of my endorsed conservative candidates did not win their school board elections on Tuesday night. And I was very sad, most sad, because my two preferred candidates in Olin Tangy didn't win. And that is being used in this story. It's a demonstration, according to the people Joe Ingalls talked to, that, ah, these national issues, it really didn't wake anybody up. Here's what she writes. Jane Timken, Senate candidate. Backed 42 candidates paying for robocalls, texting services, and more. I didn't get a single robocall from anybody financed by Jane Timken. Maybe she didn't invest in my district, where both my candidates won. Uh, Joe Ingalls writes, And Timken's candidates lost in many places, including Gehanna Hilliard, Hudson Palmer, Rocky River, blah, blah, blah. Hilliard. Now that's, Hilliard's an interesting case. Hilliard had three openings on their school board. Two of the three went to candidates endorsed by, 
some Republican club. I know that. It's like an a umbrella organization for Republican clubs across Ohio. So they were conservative candidates. Zach Vorst and uh, I think it's Beth Murdoch. And they, coincidentally, are also quoted in a story today from Anna Starver in the Columbus Dispatch talking about how they got energized to run when they went to school board meetings and they felt like the board was tuning them out, not answering them, not listening. Remember I played the audio from the student in Upper Arlington telling the horrific tale of what it's like to be a normal, well-adjusted teenage girl and have to use bathrooms frequented also by boys with urine everywhere and the discomfort of using feminine products with boys around to see what you're throwing away in a wastebasket and stuff like that. Yeah. So these two candidates, Vorst and Murdoch, are against all that. They're against mask mandates. And yet in this story from the State House News Bureau, it says that in Hilliard this failed. Well, I'll tell you right now, it didn't fail in Hilliard. The people in Hilliard responded to that because Murdoch and Vorst say no mask mandates. No vaccine mandates. And Murdoch, she says her son and herself are both vaccinated. She just thinks it's a matter of personal choice. And it is a matter of personal choice. And hopefully it'll stay a matter of personal choice. Despite the epic failings of House Speaker Bob Cup, who, what, two weeks ago said, oh, we're moving on in this data. We're moving on to more important things, more unconstitutional things like sports betting, vaccine blocking legislation, mandate blocking legislation overwhelmingly favored by residents of the state of Ohio. Why would we do that? Let's do sports betting, even though the Constitution says we cannot. So I think the election was encouraging. I think what is always true of the left is that their characterization of reality often has nothing to do with reality, right? Withdrawing from Afghanistan was an extraordinary success. Those gas prices that have been rising for months and months and months and months, that's just transitory. They're going to drop by a dollar any day. We don't have a shipping crisis. We have an overindulgent consumer lust for goods. See, the reality with Democrats is never to see what you see. And so when I'm told that eh, that really didn't resonate with anybody, and I'm looking at the candidates that I endorsed, we got eight of the 13 elected. One out of two spots in Dublin. One out of two spots in Arlington. Two out of two in Jonathan Alder. Two out of two in Southwestern. Two out of three in Hilliard. That's pretty good success. Actually, that's very good success. So be encouraged. Keep at it because the Dems are going to keep at it in the wrong direction and they will hopefully bear a terrible, terrible, terrible cost for it. But Biden has doubled down. He's doubled down. He's come out. The vaccine mandate is out and we'll see how it plays. You're listening to The Bruce Hooley Show. Welcome in to a Thursday edition, Bruce Hooley Show. I hope you are availing yourself of the podcast. You can listen to the show whenever you miss it. Go to 989theanswer.com. 
Radio.com. Click on Listen, find podcasts, and then you can find the show um, listed by segment. We break it out in half-hour increments, make it easy for you, 989theanswer.com. And I'm sure you can also find that via the iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com app or our app. Search 989FM, The Answer. So we have the vaccine mandate issued this morning by the Biden administration. Uh, They put OSHA's teeth to it. If you're in a company with 100 or more employees, you are required to get the vaccine by January the 4th. (laughs) They just cannot stop mainlining crazy. It is their cocaine. Uh, This is not going to land well. If you believe in vaccines, you've gotten one. We have, what, 500 kids, I think, who've already gotten the vaccine, ages 5 to 11? Uh, 37, I'm sorry. But they're ramping up for 2,000 who have signed up to get the vaccine uh, from Nationwide Children's. So, I mean, fine. You want to do that? Fine. I wouldn't do it, but fine. I don't care if you do it. Your decision does not affect me. But vaccinated people are apparently, well, not apparently, they are overwhelmingly of the opinion that our decision impacts them. Even our governor, even our conservative governor. Uh, Did you know Mike DeWine and Fran are on the shelf for a week, probably getting some quality bonding time in front of the fireplace at Cedarville, drinking hot cocoa, because Mike DeWine and Fran were exposed to two staff members who tested positive for COVID. Wait a minute, you say. The governor isn't vaccinated? Yes. Oh, yes. He's fully vaccinated. In fact, he's fully vaccinated and fully boosted. How is he feeling? Normal. Fine. Perfect. No different. So why is he chilling in front of the fire with Fran and the cocoa? I can't provide an answer to that. I mean, because he's nuts? That that would be my answer. Because he's terrified of the ghost of COVID? Which, right, the vaccine. I'm not saying COVID's not real. I'm saying if you're vaccinated, it's supposed to not be a threat. So OSHA now will be the uh, strong arm of the Biden administration. And what is going to happen? You know what's going to happen. More healthcare workers are going to quit. More first responders are going to quit. More people are going to be fired. More people who are already skeptical of democratic policies and the removal and uh, taking away of their freedom and liberty, more Republican voters are going to be created. So I... uh, I don't feel good for those of you who have to bear this cost. But at some point in time, the most effective way to fight against this is to just refuse to go along with it. And will there be an individual cost for that? Yeah, there might be. I'm not going to lie to you. There might be. This is the thing. We want a toll-free solution. Sometimes there isn't a toll-free solution. Sometimes you have to take a stand and you have to bear the consequences of the right decision. Life's unfair. It just is. sooner we all come to grips with that, the better. But they cannot. The, the alternative is to just go along. And then do you ever have a chance of winning? If you go along with this, what will be next? 
So it is purely an individual decision. Pray about it. Discuss it with the people you love. I know you have difficult decisions when it comes to providing for your family, this, that, and the other. But I was thinking about bad things that happen and then good things result from it. I can just give an anecdotal example. Let's take like Megyn Kelly. Megyn Kelly, big TV star, right? Fox News, superstar, NBC comes, courts her. She goes to NBC. She's miserable at NBC. She makes an innocuous comment about blackface. And, you know, isn't it, I mean, couldn't you look at it? Couldn't you, if you wanted to look at it as a tribute, couldn't you look at it as a tribute? Now, you know, was that a clumsy remark? Sure. Should she have known in the climate of today that she shouldn't have made that remark? Yes, she made it. Is it deserving of her being fired and marginalized and canceled forever? No. But but she was. But she was. So now what's happened to Megyn Kelly? Well, she collected herself and ended up going out doing her own podcast. And it's a really good podcast. And she got picked up by Sirius XM. And this is not a story of, Oh, well, she's making money now, and she had money before, and so she's fine, and so I'm telling you to quit your job at the local, you know, restaurant, and you'll be fine too. No, that's not it. What I'm saying is she became engaged because of circumstances that happened to her in fighting for parents and others being able to make decisions about their kids in school. She crystallized her beliefs because of the adversity that she went through. And that really is one of the best things that can happen to any person in their life is to crystallize their beliefs based upon the adversity, the toils they endure. And yes, and yes, the bad things that happen to them that they have to overcome, bounce back from. Megyn Kelly has become a much more powerful voice for good in the world now that she was forced to go through a valley experience, adjust, use her talent, use her gifts, figure it out. Was it fun, that period of time where everybody thought she was a racist and will I ever work again and she was depressed and I'm sure she went through the five stages of grief? Was that fun? No, I'm sure it wasn't fun. Now, if you ask her, would she trade it, take it all away, Go back to the life she had before, a life of comfort, a life of star power, a life of lots and lots of money. Would she do that? I bet her answer is no. I don't know her at all. But I'm just saying, her recovery, sure, it's tangible. But the times in my life where I've become smarter, more intuitive, more analytical, gained greater depth and understanding of an issue after undergoing adversity, would I go back and remove the adversity? Has Have any of you, because I know my answer to this is no, have any of you ever, ever really made giant gains in understanding through experiences that weren't either somewhat or significantly painful? Through circumstances that you wouldn't have at the time, if given the choice, avoided? whether it's loss of job, loss of marriage, betrayal in business, failure in business, don't we grow more through adversity and trial? You know, there's one of my favorite verses in the Bible, is blows and wounds cleanse a man. And they do. They do. Iron sharpens iron. Same concept, right? So rather than just recoil from this, and, oh, I guess I'll give in. 
I'm not saying don't give in. I'm saying think it through. Think it through and come to the decision, whatever the decision is, and then know why you made that decision, and don't second-guess it. Know that you made the decision for the right reason, and then move on. Don't look back. Don't question it, okay? We'll talk with Rob Walgate, American Policy Roundtable, about school board elections and the vaccine mandate and other things. Next. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.